Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about making money in your coaching practice and how you actually go about doing that. There are many elements to this, of course, and the reality is that you're running a business, whether you're running it part-time, whether you're running it full-time, whether you're running it as a side hassle, just a couple of hours a week, your coaching practice really does need to be generating revenue in order for it to become more than a hobby. And you need to be compensated for your time and for the value that you're contributing, the results, the outcomes that you're helping your clients to achieve. Now, there's lots all in the concept of money, uh, things like charging, for the value that you provide, things like pricing and really working out your strategy in terms of finances in your business and the way in which you take your customer through a journey of the services, the offerings that you provide so that you know, you've got different offerings at different levels, different price points potentially, so that you are making that profit in your business, that you are generating that income in your business that you desire. I use the word profit because that's really important. A lot of people talk about making 5K or 10K a month or 50K a month. They talk about generating six figures or seven figures a year, but how much of that money is actually profit? And there's some basic financial acumen, some basic financial knowledge that you need to have as a business owner in order to be able to really work out what your profitability is in your business, what you are charging and whether or not that actually is compensating you enough for your expenditure in your business, let alone for your time and the value you provide. And really getting a handle on exactly where the money goes and where the money flows in your business. And one of the things that coaches are often asked to do when they first start their coaching practice is to determine how much they would need to make in order to replace their full-time income. And in a way, this is a bit of a red herring because I think, yes, we do need to understand how much we need to earn ourselves, how much do we need to pay ourselves in order to fulfill our financial commitments? So in order to fulfill our financial commitments for our personal expenses, things like our rent or our mortgage, our living expenses, uh, school fees, all of those kind of things, we need to cover that. We also need to, through our business, so that's how much we're paying ourselves. We also, through our business, need to be able to cover expenses like our subscriptions, like our um, 
website, maybe we have hosting, etc. There are lots of expenses associated with running business. We need to factor those two things in and then we need to factor things like taxation. We need to factor things like VAT or GST. And so it becomes a more complex equation than working out how much you need to take home every month in terms of the amount you're paying yourself and how much you need to generate for your expenses. And so, yes, that's a great place to start. And I do encourage you to, and you'll see in the attached worksheet, in fact, there are questions around that. I think it's a very good, it's a very good starting point because the next part that you really want to consider is how much profit do you want to generate? How much profit do you want to generate in your business so that you can have money in your business, left in your business to be able to you know, fund future purchases or to be able to potentially pay yourself a dividend um, or a bonus of some kind or to, you know, carry over for your next year. And we also then need to think about your personal profit in terms of how much you maybe want to take out on top of your um personal expenses on top of what you want to pay yourself so that you maybe have some savings, etc. So there's lots of things to think about when you're thinking about the income and the expenses and the profitability of your business. And so I always encourage people to think about, yes, their annual revenue goals and their 90-day revenue goals and their monthly revenue goals, because it gives us a point to focus on um, and, you know, to really make those goals tangible and visible so that you can see them. Often people talk about putting those goals into a password, for example, your computer password. And look, that is really useful because it means that we're embedding it, right, at the unconscious level. What what we need to do though is we need to go a step beyond that and we really need to work out what is the mix of our packages and services that we need to actually sell in order to generate that revenue and achieve that level of profitability. And so what it is important for you to do as a coach in your coaching practice is to think about the products and services that you're currently offering and to really write them down and look at how much you're charging for them, how long they go for, and what the profitability is in each of those packages. Now, a lot of your eyes now will be glazing over as I start to talk about this, and I get it, right? It's something that I'd resisted. Actually, sitting down and writing down the amount that I charge for a program or a you know, a coaching service, writing that down and then working out when I divide it over the duration and I divide it over and then I factor in my expenses for delivering that service or product, working out exactly how much that translates to in terms of what's left over, right, the actual income that I'm getting from that product. Because you know, once we do work it out, once we do work out, okay, well, if I've got someone in a program for nine months, let's take the Mindset Coach Certification Program, for example. If I've got someone in that program for nine months, then it takes me X hours to deliver it. It takes me X hours in one-to-one calls. It takes me X hours in engaging in our Facebook community. 
there are also money that I need to pay out, uh, including things like my membership platform, my website hosting. I need to pay my assistant coaches. I have a VA. We have specialists that come in and train you on marketing, messaging, um, EFT, um, things like trauma-informed practice uh, certification. So I need to factor in all of those things in order to work out how much revenue I'm actually generating, profit I'm generating uh, from one person enrolling. And it's a really powerful exercise for you to do. And you can use a simple Excel spreadsheet and just write down all of those expenses. And you obviously need to attribute a percentage to that as well um, per client, but just really to work out what ultimately per client are you left with once you've uh, factored in all of those costs of delivery. Essentially, it's what it costs you to deliver that service or product. How much does it cost you to deliver that course? How much does it cost you to deliver your one-to-one coaching? And this is something I think a lot of coaches will bury their head in the sand about and certainly something that I did for, you know, a very long time. The other thing that you need to factor in there as well is how much of the money that you're generating goes in tax. So generally you'll be able to work out a flat rate percentage for the tax. Um, And some of it may be that you are then also charging VAT or GST. So you need to work that out as well. Becomes a little more complex, doesn't it, when we start to think about it that way. But this is important because when you look at your annual financial goal, what you want to do is you want to work out, well, how many of those things do I need to sell in order to reach it? Okay. So how many of those programs, how many of those services, those packages do I actually need to sell in order to pay my expenses and then have the revenue at the end and the profitability at the end? And one of the ways that I think a lot of coaches can do this is to absolutely get very clear about all of those expenses line by line uh, and divide them up per the number of clients, but also to think about how you are packaging up your services and think about what are the different offerings that you can have that can maybe fill the gaps between your higher ticket offerings. So say, for example, you have a 12-week coaching package and I'd say it's a 12-week coaching package. I'm just talking about the container of time in which you in which you have that coaching package. Um, so you have a 12-week container and you charge £3,000 or $3,000 for that 12-week container. Just using that as a number because it's quite easy <laughs> to do some calculations on. So say, for example, you do that and... That program requires that you are working maybe one day a fortnight, one, sorry, an hour a fortnight in delivering that. So to deliver that 12-week package, it's one hour a fortnight. Uh, So six sessions for that client. Um, And then how many of those could you reasonably have in a week or in the time that you've allocated yourself to be able to serve your clients and work on your business? So, for example, if you're working full time, you may decide that at any one time you can be serving five clients with this package. 
So what I would recommend that you do is that you actually get a calendar out and you block out five slots. So five one-hour slots plus half an hour before, half an hour afterwards. Remember, we need to give ourselves space and time to prepare and then to make notes for our next session. So if you've got an hour-long coaching session, I always recommend that you have at least 15 minutes either side, ideally half an hour for preparation, centering yourself, adopting that coaching mindset, and then half an hour afterwards just to um, decompress a little, make your notes so that you're ready for next time. So you would then go into your calendar and you would put down um, for five clients, you might put down 10 hours across a fortnight if it's fortnightly calls or 10 hours in the week if it's weekly calls in that package. So now that you've got that time blocked out, you can see what other time you have available. Now, obviously, you're going to want to spend some time on administration and marketing in your business. And so you need to put time in for that. And I would recommend around two to three hours as a minimum for administration and marketing. You may have a VA, in which case your admin is lower, um, but you'll still want to be doing things like reviewing your uh, expenditure, reviewing your finances weekly, looking at the strategy for next week, looking at the tactical and practical things that you're doing in a coaching business. So there will be some admin time. And then there'll also be some time for marketing. Now, whether that is recording a podcast like this one, whether it is creating social media posts and copy, whether it is um, being a guest on someone's YouTube channel or Instagram, writing a blog post, whatever it is, you're going to want to have time for marketing and client attraction strategies, okay, so that you always got your pipeline filling up with people who are wanting to work with you. So once you've got that time in, you can then work out, well, what other time and space do I have in order to be able to serve clients? What else can I be offering? And I think that, you know, if you've got a 12-week coaching package and offering, then there are lots of other things that you can be out there doing to increase your income. Of course, you can increase the number of clients that you have at any one time, making sure not to exhaust yourself. I recommend seeing no more than two, possibly three clients in a day for coaching, um, depending on your energy levels, of course, because you really want to be giving your best self, your best time and attention to your clients. Some of you feel really comfortable doing six coaching clients in a day. Um, that's totally up to you, but I really want you to remember that you want to be giving your best self, your best energy uh, to your clients. So work out what works for you in terms of how many clients you'd like to be seeing in a day. And maybe you do, maybe you batch it. So you say on Wednesdays is my client day. And you know that Wednesdays is the day that you see um, that you do your coaching one-to-one. However way you work it, I want you to get out your diary and block out those times. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. Then what I want you to do is to think about what are the other services and offerings that you can create that will generate other income streams for you. 
So, for example, some people will offer perhaps a VIP day and they may say, I'm going to offer two of these each month. So I'm going to take a day each month where I'm going to work with a client in a more intensive way. And in order to do the VIP day, I'm going to need around about an hour to two hours of preparation. So you're going to pop that into your diary. So you might do two of those in a month and you may charge 3000 for the VIP day. And again, I'm just using 3000 as an arbitrary number <laughs> just for ease. Often, of course, we charge a lot more for VIP day. We may charge less and that's part of your own strategy in your business as to what you're pricing your products and services at. Then you may decide that you have a uh, shorter offering. Maybe you have a one and done where you see someone for maybe two hours and that's it. You see them for two hours on a clarity goal setting session or to identify their blocks and saboteurs. Or you may do a hypnosis interview with someone and then record a hypnosis recording and that can be a one and done as well. There are lots of different ways that you can package up shorter intensive offerings, not whole days like a VIP day, but maybe just two hours where it's a quick one-off. If you decide to do that, of course, you can allocate times in your diary for that and that will become part of your marketing strategy too, part of your offering suite. The other thing that you might like to think about doing is doing some kind of hybrid offer. And by that I mean running something, you could think about the same 12-week container where you might see someone, work with them one-to-one and have some elements that are done in a group format. So the one-to-one, for example, may be you do some detailed personal history or goal-setting work one-to-one. Maybe you do some timeline therapy one-to-one. And then the bulk of the work that you're going to do or the group portion of the work that you're going to do is going to be with everyone. So say, for example, you have 10 people in that container. You'll need to make time for coaching those 10 people one-to-one over that period. And then you'll also have sessions, perhaps an hour a week or an hour a fortnight or two hours a week, depending on how you cut it, where you're going to work with them as a group. And that group could involve goal setting, it could be could involve uncovering blocks and barriers, it could involve doing some belief change work, um, it could involve doing some work around their values. Whatever your niche is, it's up to you, but you can create a whole package where there are group elements that you can facilitate for the group as a group and they get great value from doing that. Uh, and so again, you can price that, say for example, at $3,000 or £3,000. Typically something where there is a hybrid of hybrid nature where people are getting one-to-one is going to be priced slightly higher. But again, I'm just using this for ease. So then you work out in your diary when those things are going to be. And I think planning here becomes really important. So looking at what offers you have, so from your small one-and-done offer, through to your one-to-one coaching packages, your VIP days, your hybrid group program, you could also offer something that doesn't require your input at all. You could offer something which is a downloadable short program. You could offer something which is a um, 
something where they maybe have a guide that they complete. And you can have some lower priced things as well, some lower priced offerings where maybe you're helping them with one part of the problem or one part of the skill they need to acquire in order to achieve their goal. And so again, you can very much use things like templated downloads with an audio or templated downloads with a video, for example. So there's those kind of things. You may create eBooks in your business, for example, and generally they market for around seven, maybe to $27 or pounds up to about 97. Uh, And so think about that. Think about how that more passive stream of income, sure, not entirely passive because you've got to create it once, but once you've created it, it becomes a relatively passive stream of income that you just need to have on your website available that people can download at any time. So there's lots of different things in there in the mix. And This is really important when we're thinking about revenue generation, income, profitability, is to have this mix of offers and services. You don't have to have all of them. I recommend having maybe three choices um, for your clients because otherwise they do and can become confused. Unless, of course, you have some way of directing them, creating some kind of pathway for them so that they know the most logical, the best step for them. Um, And then once you've done that, what you can do, of course, is you can play around with all the possible combinations of the offers that you have. And you can think about an inverted funnel where where are people most likely to get to know you? What are they most likely to purchase first, second, third, etc.? What is the customer journey like? How do they first come across you? And what are they looking for when they do come across you? and really making it clear what your customer journey is, what the customer journey is for your client. You also want to make it really easy for them to self-select the best option. So for example, you want to make it really clear who your one-to-one coaching packages are for. You want to make it really clear who your VIP days are for, who your hybrid programs are for, etc. And the more clarity that you have in your description of what the program does, the outcome that it helps your client to achieve or the problem that it helps your client to solve, the better it is, the easier it is for the client to be able to make that choice and to know that you're the right coach for them to hire to help them achieve the outcome. And we spoke about credibility in our last episode. If you haven't heard that one yet, please do head on over and listen to it after this. So this is where the fun comes in, where you start to mix up all the different combinations. You also want to go through and think about okay, so when do I want to offer it in my calendar year? I love those big wall planners. You know, I've got one on my wall and I've mapped out exactly when the intakes are for the Mindset Coach Certification Program, for the Mindset Dimensions Practitioner Program, for my hypnotherapy certification, and for all the other things that I do, Coaches Success Accelerator, et cetera, Mindset Success School, I've got it all mapped out so that I know where I need to be and where my gaps are, where my time is for things like running training retreats and running one-to-one coaching with me. So that's another great thing to do is to look at creating that planner and not just having those events there, but if you've got your Uh, one-to-one coaching, you want to have your targets, you want to have your revenue goals, you want to have your sales goals there. So for example, with Mindset Coach Academy, I have 
16 places available in each cohort. It's a limited cohort because I only train in small group environments because I believe that my time and attention with my clients is really important with my coaching students. I don't want anyone ever to feel like they're you know, number 50 or number 100 in a crowded course environment. I want them to know that I know them. I understand what their business is. I understand what their goals are. And I can give them personal direct feedback on their coaching throughout the program. That's important to me. So for that, I have a finite number and therefore it is a finite income generated from that number. So I can put that up pretty much straight away as to what I know that I'm going to generate with that revenue. Something like Mindset Dimensions Practitioner certification, uh, that includes self-paced modules as well as a live component. Uh, There is a higher number. I can take a higher number into into that certification. So work that all out and put your financial goals in for each one. And it starts to become really fun because the more people that you have in, the less those expenses per client become for things like your learning management system, your website, your email uh, system, etc., because it's divided by more participants, okay? For me with Mindset Coach Certification, the more students that I have, the more coaching assistance I need. But again, I've got it down to a fine art because I only take that 16 people each cohort. So that works really well for me. And remember to be to, to block out those holiday times as well. If you've got children, you want to block out your school holidays um, and you want to make sure that you're not doing any intensive marketing during that time. You're not required to show up, for example, for a five-day challenge that you're running. You also want to make sure that you aren't starting a course during that time um, or that your courses are having an implementation week. So what I do for the MCA is we we have uh, regular breaks and they always coincide with the school holidays because I do have two children and I like to take time off when they're off school. So factor all of that in as well. And you can soon see, you can soon start to see from this higher, higher level perspective what you where your gaps are. So where you can, where you have got additional time and then where you can be creative and start thinking about, well, where are the gaps in my product and service mix? What could I create that is perhaps a passive income um, stream or what can I create that really meets the needs of my clients? So maybe you haven't at the moment got some kind of hybrid program or a group coaching program. You don't, of course, need to have the one-to-one element in a group coaching program. You could just create a program designed to help your clients achieve a certain outcome and it's run as a group rather than one-to-one. And of course, when you do run things as a group, um, you can get more people in and you can therefore generate some more revenue, the more people that you have in that container. And just be really clear with yourself about how big that container is, how many people you want to be working with uh, on that group program. So the other thing to then think about is what are you going to be charging for each of your programs, each of your offerings? And again, this is a strategic decision in your business. This is not crowdsourcing. This is not Um, sticking a finger in the air and seeing what happens. Uh, This is something where you need to feel as though you love saying the price, right? And it's easy for you to say the price. You love saying the price because you know as a credible coach, 
you can help your clients achieve that outcome. Sure, you can do some market research, um, but really what you want to be able to do is think about pricing as a strategic decision in your business and really factoring in all of those financial elements, your expenditure, et cetera, that play a part in the amount of revenue that is left over um, in your business after you have covered all off all of those expenses. So there's lots of different ways, of course, and in the worksheet uh, attached to this episode, you'll see that there's lots of different combinations that you can have to generate a million in revenue. Um, so you could have, for example, 5,000 people spending 200 each. Okay. And what I've done is I've created something for you to fill out these ideas. So you could have a thousand people spending a thousand. You could have a hundred people spending 10,000 each. You could have a hundred thousand spending $10 each. So this is just going to really spark your creativity and thinking about how can I package up my services and how does that all add up and what fun can I have? One of the questions I love to ask my students is what is your $10,000 package or pound package? What is your 25K package? What's your 100K package? If people just spend that with you, what would that include? And you know what? That sparks so much creativity and it's amazing what people come up with. And, you know, people spending, their belief that people will spend that much money um, it's believable because when you think about the offer that you have and the value that it helps your clients achieve, the results that it leads to, boom, it's powerful. Absolutely, it's worth that much. So making money in your coaching practice is really about deciding for yourself what are your revenue goals and how will you generate that revenue? What packages and services will you sell, will you offer out there? And then, of course, getting out there, being a credible coach and marketing them, letting people know how they can buy for you, making it really easy for them to buy from you, and then delivering, delivering on the promises you make and what you're selling, delivering that great outcome for your clients. Please do download the worksheet below this episode. Um, follow along, fill it in, and I'd love to hear your feedback. And, of course, please do remember to tune in every week for the Mindset Coach Podcast. See you again soon. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.